Hey everyone, thanks for visiting fourweddingphotographers.com. I'm Luis Torres. So this morning, I ended up receiving an email from Chris Boland, who's a wedding photographer in the UK. Check out his website, it's distantcloud.co.uk. So he's been a photographer forever and uh, got into shooting weddings and wanted to find out when would be, you know, typically the right time to go ahead and raise your prices. And really, personally, I think you should raise your prices ASAP. Um, but you have to keep in mind also that if you're going to raise your prices, then it's one of those things where you have to show the, the couple that you're meeting just tons of material. And uh, I want to say by my seventh wedding that year, I went ahead and had at least five sample albums already. I had you know, tons of prints, 11 by 14s, 16 by 24s, uh, eight by tens, five by sevens, just literally anything. And as much as I could get my hands on, that's what I basically did. Because to me, if I'm going to go ahead and, and raise my prices, I need to show you a, the quality of the work, but more importantly, I actually had a website that was 100% catered to weddings and that is it. So it was my way of letting people know like, Hey, all I do are weddings and that's it, which is why, and, and I know I have a, another podcast where I mentioned that you definitely, if you're going to do weddings, just, even if you do a bunch of other things and I do too, you know, I have a, uh, I have Luis Torres kids.com. I have uh Luis Torres portraits.com, but I keep everything separate from my wedding photography website, because if you're going to hire me as your wedding photographer, I want you to know and and get the impression that this is all I do. Uh, also, the reason why I launched LewisTorresKids.com is just because uh, it it was just a need. You know, I had tons of couples who, after they got married, a year or two later, they're like, "Hey, I have a baby. Take photos of, of my baby girl or or son." So, so that just came out of the demand, and I just figured, you know, let me just launch that. Um, so, so, you know, th those are definitely the areas that you can also expand to as you grow your business. And as far as pricing your, your, your packages go, what I did is I checked out, I don't know, maybe 20, maybe 20, maybe 30 photographers in my area. And then, you know, maybe in Connecticut, maybe in Massachusetts a little bit, uh, uh, New Jersey, just to see where everyone, like who, who really are my competitors? So what I did was I went ahead and, you know, would, would, uh, I, did I create a spreadsheet? No, I don't even, I think I just wrote everything down. Like I literally wrote, uh, the photographer's name, uh, whether or not I felt like I was better than them or if they were better than me along with their prices. So I literally just made a comparison. Uh, here's a photographer who I think is better than me. And my pricing should be below theirs, and they're starting their packages at 4500 But then here's another photographer who looks like they're booking 30 weddings a year. I'm better than them, and yet their starting package is 2000 So I knew that I could start at something a little higher than that. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where you have to compare your work to someone else's, and it just makes life easier because... If not, you're almost like yanking your hair out trying to figure out what you should charge. And you never want to lowball it too much because it's one of those things where if a couple 
feel that you are really good, but your prices are too low, then what gives? You know, it's one of those things like, you know, why why are they charging such a low amount? There's got to be something going on. Either their camera equipment isn't good or they're just not as good as they as they really seem. Like, it almost throws up a red flag. So just be careful with that. And without a doubt, definitely within your first year of shooting weddings, you should definitely be pricing yourself competitively. Uh, and again, comparing yourself to other photographers in your area. So figure my first wedding, my first two weddings, uh, my first year out of the gate, figure the first wedding was January. That was free. The second wedding was also in January, at the, the last weekend in January. That was free. My last wedding that year was the last weekend in November. That wedding was 2750 And for you guys in the UK, that's about 1930 uh, sterling. So just to give you an idea, you know, I went from free to close to 3000 US in just a, sh a few short months. And... You know, and that couple, they were just excited. I mean, I, I, looking back, I don't know what the heck I was thinking because those guys, I ended up giving them three 10 by 10 inch, 40 page wedding albums. They are the thickest things you could possibly imagine. But I was super excited. They were excited. They loved my work. And uh, I've built my business to where it is now because of what, I've, uh, what I did. So as far as prices go, you know, don't wait for someone to go ahead and say, hey, you should probably consider raising your prices. It'll never happen. Just, you know, just go out there. You know, don't consider yourself being the newbie on the block. Just tell yourself, hey, I'm going to be just as well known as all these other photographers are in the area. So let me start pricing myself and living this uh, life of, wedding of a wedding photographer as if I'm already where I want to be, you know, I'm a firm believer that if you have an idea of where you want to be, you have to almost act as if you're already there. And it's really important to just act as if, uh, and I learned that in finance when I first became a stockbroker, it was just like, Lewis, <laughs> yes, you're poor right now, but you know what, dude, if you look at the parking lot, you see Ferraris, Aston Martins, just every, it was a, it was a car show. And it was just like, dude, everyone that has an insane car and a beautifully gigantic designed house, they all started out just like you. And you have to act as if you already have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, and you know what? It really does help. It's as crazy as that sounds. If it weren't for the fact that I had that experience in a completely different field that I was lucky enough to bring on to this field, I wouldn't know where, where I would be today, you know? But I'm telling you, the, the entire philosophy of act as if really does work because you start doing things. It's just a self-fulfilled prophecy. You start acting as if, and all you start doing is the things that need to be done to get you to where you want to be. So always be excited. Always be amped. Let the world know who you, got, who you are. Let them know that you're a wedding photographer, that, you know, that you are the person, the photographer, the artist that a couple needs, needs to hire for their wedding day. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And yes, these podcasts are back and uh, 
believe it or not, I mean, and, you know, it has really everything to do with you guys just sending me emails and, uh, and it really helped because at one point I was like, ah, okay, I think I'm done. And, uh, and I had so many photographers that were just like, dude, you've got to be kidding me. You cannot stop these. Uh, and I mean, it literally took dozens and dozens of, of those emails and your emails that were absolutely insane to just, that made me realize like, you know, I, I, I really need to keep going because, uh, I just think it's really important to have someone just let you know, like, Hey, this business is absolutely amazing. It's real easy. And you just have to keep plugging away at it. All right, everyone. Thank you again. Have an absolutely awesome weekend. And I say weekend because I have a wedding all day tomorrow. Um, and uh, I will definitely get back to you guys early next week with another podcast. All right, everyone. Thank you again. And I'll talk to you soon.